0: Welcome to the Money Vikings Podcast, where we
1: conquer financial freedom. Join Greg, Jerry, and Bob as they discuss everything investing and personal finance. The Money Vikings Podcast is hosted by three dads who are doing what they can each day to burn down debt and build wealth. Learn the path to true wealth.
0: Their podcast and website, MoneyVikings.com, is a treasure trove of
1: ideas. So without further ado, here they are, the Money Vikings. Santa baby, hurry down that chimney tonight. Legos, Garbage Pail Kids, Star Wars, comic books, and more. What collectible toys will Santa bring this year? Bring it on, the Money Vikings podcast number 63, Bob Jerry. Yes. 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 I wasn't yes. gonna. I, I wasn't gonna sing Santa Baby for you, but oh dude, come this,
2: on! This yeah, this is my, this I, is
1: my I, favorite I, I, time of the year. I I want you to sing it to me. Like I don't private. want to subject our audience to that. Okay, um, in private, I might. I might sing in the shower, but I'm not. I'm not singing, <laughs> I'm not singing on a recording that's gonna you know, stand the test of time. Blackmail, just yeah.
2: go to millions of people right. Right. one
1: time. That's right. That's right. Speaking of singing, though, if you do want to hear our our uh, our soothing voices. Please, everybody, check out our growing YouTube channel. We'll be adding quite a uh, bit of new content over the course of 2022, but we have all of our shows up there, mm-hmm. uh, all the past shows that we've deep dived into all kinds of different economic and personal finance topics. And then we have growing tutorial videos. What do you think, Bob?
0: Yeah. Good? I'm excited, man, because we're going to start, uh, we'll get some of those uh, real estate stuff out. And yeah, this is going to be cool. It's good. Everything. I'm excited. Everything
1: wealth building. And if you want to join our premium uh, service, remember that TMV listen code gets you a discount there for the first month. So if you want to try us out for a month, TMV listen, you can join our discord group, talk with us every week about trade ideas, investment ideas. I mean, again, I'm like having such a good time talking with our crew over there. And, uh, and speaking of, I mean, they, one of them gave us. This guy always comes up with great ideas, and I, I'm not for privacy reasons, I'm not gonna say any names. But this one guy in our premium group gave us the idea for this show about collectible toys. Yeah, and I just I, we get so many ideas from everybody. So it's great. Uh, and, and the
0: thing is, us. and these and these are the things that we 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 actually. Have an nice, i like knowledge around, and then we experience it, and so it's like we
1: have things to talk about and say about these topics and
0: it's good this is this yeah. is really cool stuff
1: it really is so in our news section guys i you know we i we have to hit on this i think each show because this is just the uh the uh soup du jour, but you know now we're you know we're getting we're starting to think about twenty twenty two so we're seeing a lot of prediction type articles come out here. You know, what do we think is going to happen in 2022? What's going to happen mm-hmm. with the market? What's going to happen with real estate? What's going to happen with inflation? <laughs> but again, what I read is there's pretty wide consensus that we're in kind of a um, everything. I See, I hate calling it a bubble. But anyway, they call it an everything bubble. But let's just say assets across the board, as we've talked about, are pretty high. So, you know, I don't know what you guys make of that. Again, I know we've done shows on this where, you know, for for me personally, I'm a big proponent of diversification, adding maybe a little more cash than normal, holding those value plays, holding those dividend aristocrats, doing some options trades. But I I don't want to freak out about it because I never see that work, you know, where it's like, okay, this is it, you know, in January, the market's crashing and we're entering recession. Um, because we don't know. We We don't don't know. Nobody knows.
2: Nobody knows. knows.
0: I I, I saw this. I I saw this. I'm sorry, Jerry. You go. You go. Oh, I was just going
2: to say that, you know, I send out the uh, weekly sector watching in our newsletter. And I always kind of just, I feel like it's a good idea just to know what sectors are leading, which sectors are lagging on a relative basis. You know, kind of going into the end of the year right now, uh, XRT, the uh, retail and um, biotech, and communications, those are getting really beat up. So if you're contrarian, you may want to. And China, KWeb stuff like that, those mm-hmm. are really down a lot. So it might be a buying opportunity because everybody's staying away from them. But if you're a momentum trader and the trend is your friend, then you're going to want to look into uh, you know technology, into Apple, into you know basic S and P type of things. So you know it really depends what kind of trader you are, you know what you want to do. But those are kind of my, some of my observations
0: I read on this article is very compelling and interesting is that because there's such the, the large wave of retail investors that are now in this space, that the market cycles where these corrections and pullbacks and whatnot aren't happening like they should, because you have so much money coming into it, preventing things from going down the way they should. Mm. So it kind of makes sense to me and, and cause we get a lot of the writing on the wall when things should
1: be collapsing and it's not. Mm-hmm. So, so I, yeah. And I'm with you, Bob, I, at the end of the day, you know, I want to arm our listeners and our members with what I would call the, the psycho, the psychological resilience, right. And the fundamental resilience in terms of overall portfolio construction In order to weather any storms right right because because number one amateur investors and traders can number one freak out so that's the psychological problem where and and again i always i always have to look in the mirror and do a soul searching moment if i'm freaking out about something going down because everything we invest in we should know can go down oh yeah <laughs> and it can go down a lot at any <laughs> moment right yeah any moment yeah so so anyone who is not psychologically dealing with that and prepared for that but again i think jerry made a very good point about this either last show or the show before you know cash isn't safety either it might it may feel like a warm blanket but when you're losing 6% of your buying power every month and right. you're paying four dollars a gallon gas. Right. Um, it you know th- th- that isn't safe either. Uh, yeah. you right. may think you may think you're safe, but it's not doing the trick.
2: Yeah. Even yeah. even one of the biggest stocks out there, Amazon. I was looking at it, and for the year up year to date, as of today, December twelfth, twenty twenty one, it's like five point seven or six percent wow. return for the whole year, and that's wow. inflation. So your <laughs> amazon yeah. is an inflation protected asset you know where you're making basically zero it's better than cash but it's just interesting
1: that is, put these things in it's perspective that's crazy so oh, that's why i like how you mentioned look for the things that are you know getting beat up right now and are they the next um you know are they are they the next thing i i don't know i don't know yeah yeah um
2: Genomics so. and and xbi and and a lot of the arc stuff i'm really hoping 2022 you know those things turn around and uh you know are accelerating i'm not sure if i should be tax harvesting on some of them or holding <laughs> and waiting for you know hopium all that stuff right that's true that's true nobody nobody knows
1: also in the news, since we answered that question so clearly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I always like little Papa Buffett quotes, guys. I'm gonna drop this in here, but you know, I love listening to Papa Buffett. And by the way, I'm adding to I'm adding to BRKB right now. That's a value that's a value stock that I like at the moment. And again, if if we're entering choppy waters, I mean BrkB is filled with cash cows. So I don't, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, seems seems like a good good idea to have some of that to me. But anyway, Papa B gave some give doles out some life wisdom. His first one he talked about this week, build up your knowledge one day at a time. The fact that Buffett has achieved so much means his advice is highly sought after, obviously, but I, I like this one. you know, building up your knowledge. That's what our show and our site is all about. It's yeah. about passing knowledge out so we can all build it up and be more uh, resilient, being educated, yeah, being educated, don't compromise your integrity was number two. And I, I actually believe that he has kept that as an ethos for him for quite a long time, but don't comp- compromise your integrity for a quick buck. I do believe in that at my core. Yeah. And measure your success by Buffett's ultimate test. And I thought this one was nice for the holidays because holidays is a time that we kind of get, get together with family. But he says, I want to leave this planet having measured my success against Buffett's most powerful test and that's when he said when you get to my age guy i think he's 90 right 90 or 89 maybe 89 whatever when you get to my age you'll really measure your success in life by how many of the people you want to have love you actually do love you that's Mm. the ultimate test of how you've lived your life the more you give love the more you get so i thought that was cool that was cool
2: That was nice Uh,
0: yeah it is it Mm. is
1: okay anything else in the news guys before we launch into something fun
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Ever Evergrand, isn't that still kind of uh, kind of in the in the rumblings of, of the news with the, the Zeitgeist? Default? Yeah,
2: yeah I,
1: I mean that was good to go from the love in Buffett's heart to Evergrande. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, interesting transition, just, but just trying to be real, just level it out. I know? don't know. I'm not. You know, i so I I'm not too freaked out about it. I mean, I I think if you were an Evergrande investor over there in China, you have a problem. But uh, you know, they, they they clearly just they they they've built they build too fast they've got this just humongous population that's going you know rapidly from what used to be an agrarian society to to a massive industrialized society and now i think they're going through a transition where they want to be more like americans right so they've been working in factories for the last 25 years and they don't nobody wants to work in a factory their whole life they want to get out of the factory and they want to live you know do different kinds of jobs right
0: (laughs) now jerry do you think that that's playing a big role in the k-web thing then Maybe,
2: yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. K Web has just been completely beaten up, and yeah, I did a long call on it that did not uh, work out. So potentially, I if that's when a roll.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of China, how about we talk about toys? <laughs> Most of them were made in China. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: And by the way, I'm holding, I'm holding in my hands so the viewers could see it. We might have to put put a picture on our site or on Twitter. But I'm holding the like 1988. 1987 star wars darth vader figure holder okay oh, it's, it's amazing it's nice. black yeah this is black darth vader case like it's darth vader's head and
2: you open it up and you i remember those remember those yeah i didn't one? have one but i do remember them oh
0: Greg! greg and i had this trash can we had this big old your everyday trash can you take out to your curb but we had the thing filled with Legos, or not Legos, with uh, Star Wars, with Star the, Wars. the Ewok yeah. village, with like Tie Fighters and the characters. Then we had our bin of stuff, and we we so, threw we threw and all and it away. We I have it.
1: to, I have to. <laughs> well, no, we sold a bunch of it. Bob. We sold so a bunch me, of it. Let me tell the it. story, okay? So okay, let me go. tell the story. So today, today's episode is about collectibles, right? And we're we have a new Discord section about collectibles because it is a place to invest, and it's big money. Okay, so like you might be sitting on big money and you got to check your mom's attic because you don't know what comic books, what cards. I mean, guys, you got to realize something like some of those like Pokemon cards from the 90s. Okay, this isn't that long ago, guys. The 1990s was not that long ago. And dude, some of those Pokemon cards are worth 30,000, 40,000, 50,000,
0: $100,000. It's so crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, so like, I don't know. I'm sure somebody's got got this stuff sitting around in their attic. The Star, the Star Wars toys I'm talking about here from the 80s and the uh, early 90s, if those things, I mean, okay, most of us, you know, opened them up and trashed them like Bobby and I. Um, <laughs> but, but, but if you didn't, I mean, if any of those are in their cases, again, they're worth a fortune. I go to a local comic store here and somehow people that either kept them in the boxes or found them again in, in mom or grandma's attic, they're selling these things for thousands of dollars thousands yeah, okay it's
2: crazy
1: it it is crazy check ebay right look look up your favorite childhood toy on ebay and it might blow your mind uh yes i said blow your mind <laughs> but so anyway so you know bob and i were nerds before it was cool okay so we would <laughs> we would go to comic-con right we'd go to comic-con every year was, yeah every year when back when we were kids when it was about comics in the early 90s but but some of this stuff now is is just is just worth so much money we would ride our bikes to the local comic store we'd maybe have what like 10 bucks in our pockets right yeah. we did we had 10 or 20 20 was like if a you lot. had 20 dollars, you were like 20. whoa i think like, we had like five was, to ten dollars like, like we <laughs> yeah. yeah usually it was five to ten dollars but if you had twenty dollars i mean you you were you were out there yeah. but you know for me and bob like a lot of it was the artwork right because we love to copy the comics But then, but then finally I started getting into, we started realizing that these things had value, right? There was a Mm -hmm. value to them. Mm -hmm. And so we would, we would seek books that were cool and we thought would be valuable and come to show for it. I mean, some, some of them years later were very valuable. Yeah. Number one, you want to look now for comic books, Jerry, you never did comic books, right?
2: Not a comic book guy. No,
1: not a comic book guy. Okay. Yeah. Bob and I did the comic books if you have comic books, you want to look for first editions. That's like number one of something. And then in recent years, now that they've made so many movies for these things, you got to realize, I mean, kids today are growing up with the same, you know, a, a, a seven-year-old today is interested in the same comic characters that we were, yeah. you know? And so <laughs> you go back in time and you can find Spider-Man number one. I mean, mm-hmm. any, every seven-year-old boy loves Spider-Man. And then the girls like Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Um. So I'm just saying, this stuff, you know, think about Star Wars, you guys. Star Wars. So
2: is, Mar- Spider- well, even Gwyn. Marvel
0: and... Yeah, Gwen. She's the uh, multiverse.
2: Ah, okay. Yeah, Spider-Gwen. Then, yeah, you have... Uh, then you have the uh, <laughs> Avengers. We're,
1: we're getting Jerry... Jerry, you should know like, what? this, man. You what? got you got kids that are into this stuff. Come on. <laughs> Jerry and I took our kids to comic book day. I mean, we, you yes. know, we're... But, you, right. but
0: it's like, even like the Avengers and stuff like that, like revitalizing a lot of these stories and these characters that come out of nowhere. And, you know, even my wife will, will ask about like, okay, what did, what did this person do? Like, you know, me being the geek I am, are you kidding me? You <laughs> don't know who vision is <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, it, it's, it's cool to see these like characters in these storylines, these plot twists that come to fruition that were actually written in the original comic books. That people are seeing for the first time nowadays. So, so
1: here, here's my here's my top tips if you're if you want to be a collector, okay, of these types of things, and they do go up in value, and, and basically it goes back to economics, right? It's supply and demand, okay. The supply gets low because most of these things get trashed, okay. Right. And then at some point, you know, you know, uh, mom throws them out or whatnot, but uh, but they they do get trashed over time. But my top tips are so you know if you can keep it in good condition, check eBay eBay has, you know, eBay, I think has opened a whole new world to collectors, not a bad stock at times either. Right. uh, Right. But if you look into eBay, you, you, you type in your, the stuff you're looking for and you can find it. Yeah. Um, I would consider grading the books so you can have, so I'm having some books graded and sometimes it's like, it's like 25, 50 bucks. You have them graded. But if they're graded and sealed, that can, that can extend the value by like huge amounts, like something that that's just in a, you know, in a loose bag and not graded, you know, the book might sell for like 400 bucks, but the same book, if it's graded could could be, could sell for like 4,000. So that's very common.
0: You want to find also something where there was a, a key moment in the, in the characters like development or. Twist in their storyline, something that was important, or maybe where a new character was introduced. Yes. So, right, like Spider, yes. like Deadpool, Spider-Man Deadpool, is, Deadpool right now, Deadpool. right? Deadpool's going, but I think Spider-Man is probably one of the best examples of this because you had like the Amazing Spider-Man, right? Spectacular Spider-Man, and you know you have like Juggernaut, uh, Doc Ock, Sandman, like you know all these characters that make appearances in this one popular comic book now those introduction moments are huge and so like you can get those 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 comic books and those you know first editions and you keep them in pristine condition uh you have something some odd years down the road and that can happen even nowadays like with a lot of these comic books that are coming out is that us you know adults we can think about our kids in comic books if they even (laughs) are into them but you know, go peruse the comic book store and you can find ones where, okay, the first appearance of a character in a popular comic book nowadays. Huge. Huge, well, buy it. And, and, and
1: hold it. yeah, sorry, go ahead, Bob. No, no, I was, yeah, buy, so it, buy I was it and hold say, it and be
0: 20 years down the road. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It could be. You, and, you, and you synergize that with Hollywood. That's the other part of it. So like, look at like Harley Quinn, for right, example. Right. First appearance of Harley Quinn, is worth a fortune now because it, she was all over the movies right right against right. first appearance at deadpool it was like very quiet for like 15 years You didn't hear about deadpool all of a sudden deadpool every every kid knows about deadpool oh deadpool deadpool you know uh harley quinn and you know they once these characters gain pop, uh, popularity you know with a hollywood movie you know collectors are going back and and finding those books um so yeah definitely new characters um first number one issue like the first issue of something right that's usually huge um
0: and Greg, you know what you just made a, a good point that so probably a lot of people be listening to this thinking like well it's too late now how am i gonna go back and buy something from like 60 years ago i'm just thinking about this if we know that i don't know Disney has some plans for some of the next upcoming Marvel movies where certain characters are going to come out. Start looking now on eBay and at Mm the comic books, like first appearance of, you know, this person, because if it's being hinted at, I mean, most likely it's going to happen and you have people aren't, haven't jumped on, on that bandwagon yet. You may be able to grab one of these really cheap and then once the movie comes out in a year or two it it goes up so
1: um a perfect example of that bob is that for for a while there's been um a rumor that like gambit was gonna mm-hmm. have his, his own movie Well, look yeah. at look up the first appearance of gambit you get that thing great it's like a it's like a 1500 comic yeah i mean so you know it's 15 you know a thousand dollars 1500 bucks um, you're yeah. absolutely right. Like, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe we could find out like what Hollywood's next, you know, uh, Marvel franchise movie is going to be. You go out and you pick up a few of those books. Yeah. Um, that, that could, those could probably go up. Let me see. Let me see first appearance of Deadpool. Let's see what, what that's all about. First appearance. I, I thought, uh, one.
2: Ryan Reynolds created Deadpool. No, <laughs> What? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> this is
1: like, no, it was new mutants. Number 98. Mm-hmm. new mutants number 98 that book is worth a thousand dollars now if it's graded Ugh. you know i Crazy. mean this was some you know i'm just saying if you find this in your mom's attic or your grandparents attic and you picked it up as a kid for a dollar 25 you know i don't know you might have a thousand bucks you didn't <laughs> or yeah. enjoy the book <laughs> yeah I'm telling you the other one so i'm blowing i'm blowing our members minds with garbage pail kids you guys see this yeah. score?
2: So I did, pail, I did.
1: Yeah, so garbage pail kids, people that aren't aware, they were these popular trading cards in the 80s mainly and they were disgusting. They would have like <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they and that was what you loved about them. They'd have like a name of a of a per, of a person's name And it would like just like you'd have like messy Tessie, and it's like she's like got Mm -hmm. boogers all over the place. (laughs) You'd have brainy Brainy Brian, and his brain is coming out. And you know,
2: um, Frying Brian, Nasty Nick, Junk Food John, Up Chuck, Art Apart, Booze and Bruce. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Grim
1: Grim Jim. He was the Grim Reaper. You got Drew Blood. He was getting all beat up.
2: Adam Bomb.
1: Adam Bomb was the classic one. But these things, I'm telling you, if you can find these things, they're worth thousands of dollars. People will buy Love these it. off eBay if you own them.
2: Nice. Uh, are you uh, selling them or are you just holding them? I'm holding them.
1: I Well, I enjoy them. And that comes to one of my cardinal rules for collecting. I'm not a collector in terms of stuff just because of value. I'm a collector because you, you get some sort of feeling or you just enjoy the item. You enjoy the artwork. You enjoy the craftsmanship you enjoy what you enjoy the history. You know what I mean? Yeah. The craftsmanship yeah. of, uh, of <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Thanks. Well executed. <laughs> well executed.
0: Well, <laughs> but no, I, but I think it's also, it's the nostalgia, right? It, it sparks a memory and a feeling and, and the, um, you know, uh, people people with money like to uh, relive those memories and feelings, so sometimes
1: they're they're willing to put some money towards it so Bob, there's a theory about that that you just hit the nail on the head with, so, and it's probably true so sometimes they say these things go in like twenty or thirty year um sort of super cycles because mm-hmm. so, like for example, the kids today that are playing with whatever they're playing with um in like in like twenty five years or you know they're gonna have nostalgia for their childhood, right? they're gonna yeah. do you remember? you know, you know, do you remember horror high or, you know, like whatever the, whatever the toy was. Um, uh, And, and anyway, that's kind of when a lot of these things have, have, you know, value. And then at that point too, a lot of these things have been trashed and they've been destroyed. So you have the, the, right. The supply is low of them. So the supply of first edition garbage pail kids is very low because people would buy these packs. Number two, the other thing about the garbage pail kids, they're actually stickers, so yeah. most kids would just take them and peel the stickers peel off and slap and put them on a skateboard oh, yeah. and, and they'd get destroyed. So if any of these things are still intact, it's, it's kind of remarkable. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, now you got to be careful. So, th- I, I do have, so I do have a word of caution. So if you're going to collect something just for it to go up in value, I don't know if that's always a good idea because again, it, there's no guarantee this stuff will there's go up no in guarantee. value. Cu- cu- yeah, Cultural tastes go in and out and um, and some of these things might shoot up at one time. And then, you know, a few years later, I actually a good example are the Star Wars toys. You know, people forget because Star Wars is so part of our culture now that there was a time when Star Wars kind of lost favor. Right. And I think it was I guess I would say like the late 90s, early 2000s, when those second movies came out. Yeah. And, I think, and first of all, the movies weren't that good. You know, they got a lot of critical panning. The C- CGI wasn't great in the some. CGI of them. wasn't yeah. great, and people were kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so, but anyway, there was kind of a lull. You could have picked up like tons of cheap, you know, Star Wars toys at the time because nobody really cared. Right. But now it's as hot as ever. I mean, mm-hmm. again, every nine-year-old, every twelve-year-old loves. You know what I would? You know what I foresee being like that again is and going in and out of favor is like uh, Harry Potter collectibles. I mean, yeah. people at some point in 20 years, people, you know, the kids today are still reading Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. And, you know what I mean? They might look back and be like, oh, my God, the, you know, I, I had the collectibles. They're worth something.
2: Yeah. 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 Take care of them. That's what we got to tell our kids.
1: Yeah didn't work for Bob and I uh, <laughs> much, like, we just, like we would take the magnifying glass and like take like the sun and have it like burn a hole GI Joe truck. Oh, man. Yeah. Like
2: the, the evil kid in Toy Story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Trying to kill the ants on them like they're attacking. So, well hey, that's another one guys, the GI Joe figures. Do you guys realize how valuable original GI Joe figures I are? I know. Oh
0: Especially Snake Eyes once that once that movie came out like yeah. Guys, here 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 I'm going to give a little here's a little um here's a little forecasting. You have Marvel to release in 2022 She-Hulk. They're going to release the Moon Knight. Um they're going to do hmm, let's see what else we got coming up. Fantastic 4 is going to be coming back. Oh. Blade. They're doing a Blade uh up re-up of Blade. So there's three right there. I'm telling you right now, go go look for yeah. uh, She-Hulk, The Moon Knight, and Blade.
1: You just and nailed it. I've, I found a CGC 9.8 graded She-Hulk number one. Such a great cover. She's like huge and green and she's wearing like a ripped <laughs> bikini. Right. And uh,
0: $2,000. Yeah.
1: Um, there you go. Here's one for 1000 But like you said, Bob, you're right. If the, If the movie is super popular, it'll probably go up
2: yeah I'm now what you. about uh nfts in this uh new day and age like oh these Ma- were the nfts before nfts were yes NFTs. i know i know <laughs> but if, if you're making predictions i'm just uh saying maybe yeah. get ready for the nft like wasn't there oh, a matrix nft
1: that's a good call yeah 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 matrix 4 does come out soon right uh yeah matrix, matrix-, matrix 4 <laughs> Really estate <laughs> in theaters. I mean, we, we missed mentioning it a few episodes. It comes oh, December twenty second. Okay. Yeah. December twenty-second, Matrix four. So there you go. Love. But yeah, you're on to something, guys. So um I don't know. Let's let's keep sharing the ideas because it's fun. It's also kind of fun to trade. I'd like to get that going in our premium Discord group. is like, hey, I don't know, maybe there's a collectible I have that somebody wants but maybe they have something else in there you know that they want to trade and you're and you can just enjoy different things so yeah throwing it out there
2: trade you your booze and boo booze and bruce (laughs) for up chuck
1: (laughs) 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 those are real cards Uh, they they are they are those are real cards yeah Um, All right, guys. So that's what we got. You know, let's see what Santa brings this year. Uh, But keep in mind, some of this popular culture stuff is, it just really does go up in value. And uh, those first editions, those number one editions uh, can be can be worth quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Well, let's shift over to trades next week. What do we what do we uh, got cooking?
2: I got a lot of things cooking, man. I am looking at uh, some I-bonds, which are inflation-adjusted bonds that beat inflation, I guess, by 1%. So you can get these, if you're willing to lock up your money for a year, you can get uh, over 7% on those. Uh, the other way you can get high yield is staking USDC on things like, uh, I don't know, what is it, Next, Nexo or BlockFi. You use BlockFi, right, Greg?
1: I do. Yeah.
2: yeah. So you can mm-hmm. you can stake and get, you can beat inflation that way. Uh I've been doing some pairs trades, which are a lot of fun. I've been uh trading uh what is it, Delta and Southwest and United. I think I went yeah, I went short southwest and long united. And that seems to be working out okay. Mm. Nice. Interesting, just little engagement trades. And I've been doing very similar things with the uh with the 10 year and the 30 year uh rates been uh Going uh, what is it? Long the th- no, yeah, long the thirty-year and short the ten-year, and that seems to be working. That's starting to steepen the yield curve, starting to steepen. So that's fun. And then the other thing for next week, I've been reading about uh, poor man's covered calls, which are like covered calls. Instead of having to buy 100 shares, you buy a uh, you buy a uh, like a call option several expirations out of the money to represent your 100 shares. And then you sell a short uh, call in the front month expiration. So I might Hmm. look at doing that with uh, Pfizer and or Apple next week. Interesting.
1: And if you want a very good uh, overview of covered calls, check out our Vikings YouTube because there is a nice video on there. Six minutes covers covers it all. Covers the covered calls. Covers the covered calls. (laughs) You
2: have a lot of options watching
1: these videos. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I'm enjoying it. Bob, how about you? Anything cooking or I'm actually quo? so stand uh, low. I uh,
0: I'm gonna I'm I'm pivoting a little bit, and you know we had a couple of weeks ago, kind of market volatility and, and unpredictable nature, <laughs> um, some some bad moves, opposite direction of of expectation. Um, I'm I'm gonna start looking at leaps, so. Hmm um for any of those who who don't know leaps are uh uh, man i'm gonna get this wrong it's like long equity something right profit so you're looking out uh seven six seven months in advance on options trades and you know i'm gonna i'm gonna pick some tickers that uh i know are gonna do well and have have things that are are kind of in the works and Uh uh I'm going to play some leap options and I'm just going to sit, let them marinate, you know, a little, little pricier. I know that, but, um, they develop very nicely and theta, you don't have to worry about the theta decay, uh, hitting you up front, you know, with about 45 days out. So I'm just going to, they're, yeah. they're a lot
2: more capital efficient than buying hundred shares of these stocks
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, that's kind of where I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm going to start trying to mellow through 2022 and, and not be so worried about these trades. Um, I'm going to leave my investments doing what they're doing. And then uh, as far as my quote unquote trading, my it's going to be more of um, short-term investing is, is going to be my
1: trading. Gotcha. Options. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Loving it. Loving it.
2: How about you, well, Greg? Anything else going on with you?
1: I, you know, I don't have any uh big moves on the horizon. I'm I I'm feeling pretty good about the overall um portfolio construction. Uh-huh. That's um, great. Yeah, you know. So I and I and again, I don't I just don't want to be I don't want to be reactionary and and think the the world, you know, the world is ending. Um, you know, I think omicron uh kind of again showed that. I I'm not uh, I understand we're not out of the woods here, but uh, I just I don't want to, I just don't, every time this thing mutates, I don't want to freak out and you know what I mean? Just right. Just uh-huh. making a bunch of changes. It's like, right. it's, you know, let's let's just sort of take a deep breath. And um, because I, I think if I, again, I ask myself if, if I'm freaking out for some reason, I don't think I'm setting things up properly because I'm, I'm not being realistic about the nature of markets. And it goes up and down in the short run. Um, I do believe, th- I do believe it. you know, things go up uh, gradually over the long run. So,
0: yeah. The only, yeah. the only concern I would ever have is, that, you know, when we're talking about COVID is if there was another, uh, like Delta variant, you know, uh, Delta variant was, it still is continues to be very dangerous. Um, but this whole Omicron one is it's, it's as contagious, but it doesn't uh, have the lifespan. So it, it doesn't, uh, uh it dies out really quickly so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah good
1: oh yeah just it appears to not be any like deadlier or anything right
0: right so delta (laughs) delta would be the one if we saw like a uh you know another resurgence of one like that then i would be a little more concerned about the market and what's going to happen
1: true Um, that Yeah. yeah Well, guys, uh, great show today. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, check out those toys. Join us on premium Discord, TMV Listen. Join us on the YouTube channel. Um, you know, if you join us on TMV Listen on the Discord channel, you can share your collectible toys and uh, maybe we can trade. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I drive a hard bargain. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll pick you up on Discord next week and uh, everybody have a safe and healthy and wealth building week.
2: Take care.